the USFL gambling podcast week four preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast network presented by WinBet. bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by us, the SGPN app. Yes. Make sure you download the SGPN app. It is free to download the app store and Google play store. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today and let it ride. Football is a unique American experience, a game described by one turn of the century critic as crude and barbaric with little chance of survival, but survive it did. SFL gambling podcast week for preview and picks episode. My name is Colby swinging database debt, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. We are four weeks. Well, about to be four weeks in. I am joined by my co-host, the DFS God himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving. Former, former Hernandez basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, man? There are those who say that the fun has gone out of football, that it's become too predictable. For them, let me present 30 seconds of football, USFL style. USFL, the USFL style. where football is still a game. Yes, the USFL, yeah. which has been great for the most part. A couple of terrible targeting calls <laughs> that uh, have me angry, as you've seen on social media. A- any league is going to make you angry with those uh, from time to time. Well, some of those calls, though, I mean, you're letting good hits happen elsewhere, and it's like, I don't understand right. the logic on some of those. Right. Um, even Joel Klatt was agreeing with me. Um, the, their guy that they're paying to announce the fucking thing. So I don't think I seem like a maniac. I think I seem like a reasonable person here, <laughs> but uh, anyway, I mean, here we are, we're about to give away our week four picks, uh, but there's some big news and some news that I am not very fond of. Uh, Mike Pereira has came in and uh, said that uh, rules update, which is I mean, uh, I'll get to it in a second, I guess, but in order to maximize fan enjoyment and keep games under three hours during the first and third quarters, we're moving to a running clock after an incomplete pass. First of all, 
this is bullshit. And uh, I mean, to move it, I, I don't like how it's inconsistent without the rest of the game. Yeah. Like to me, and I don't like how it's inconsistent in the middle of the fucking year. You're going to drop this. You're four weeks in. We want more football. We want more football, not less football. <laughs> I, I, I look, I, I, this drives me crazy. It's it's I, I don't know many people. I know you're one. I honestly don't know that I've had a conversation ever before in my life with another hu- human being besides you. That says that that says I would like the game to be under three hours. Well, let me state my case. My case: a, a good three-hour game is is perfect. I mean, I've mentioned this before. I love how college basketball is about two hours. You can bang out one game in a short window, or bang out two games in four hours. Some college football games are damn near approaching four hours, and it's pretty ridiculous. I'm a busy guy. I got shit to do, man. I want a tight window, and I want to be able to watch a game from start to finish in three hours. So when I first saw this headline, I was kind of okay with it. I was thinking, okay, I mean, I I am one for not extending games that long, but I don't know if they're going about it the right way. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, we could argue the the three hour thing, but like I said, I I have not I've met a, a a good amount of people in my life, and I've never heard. If anything, everyone says they want more, 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 more. I've never heard this. I think it's one of these things to, and especially when your league, which this is what I find hilarious too. I see uh, that they want to do that. Like they've been disappointed by the low scoring. Well, this is going to only make it lower. <laughs> Well, you know what I mean? That case, I, I mean, I think I think the US, the USFL scoring is just fine. I, I have no problem with that. But how can you say you've never heard this before? I mean, baseball, the, 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 this is an annual conversation around Major League Baseball. Well, that's because the games aren't exciting. That's the, like baseball is like reading a book where you're just like <laughs> sitting there, like, all right, I guess I'll turn to the next page. Well, a baseball game can easy it can easily take like four hours, which again, just too long, man. No, uh, not too many no, people. But th- that that conversation only goes around baseball because of how boring the sport is. We, I've That's never true. I mean, once I, I heard. Think I've been only w- just one person screaming that college football games take way too long. Especially if you're on the East Coast. If you got a primetime matchup that starts at eight thirty, I don't want to be staying up like past midnight to finish that game. Yeah, see that that, that to me, I could care less. I want to watch the games. I hope when I watch all these games, I want them to go to overtime. I want them to keep going on. I want more football. I want more basketball. Is it because you just don't want to get home to your wife? No, I love going <laughs> home to my wife, but I'm saying like, I uh, know you do. I'm no, if, if anything, I want it to be on. So, so it, maybe I'd be able to drive home if I know so it's going to, there, to, to there you go. And when you get home, it's still on. So you don't have to pay attention to her. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to just find a way to hammer that. Um, no, Dude, but, I don't know, man. I, I'm one for like a tight window get in, watch a game, have all that excitement bundled in that packaged window and then move on, go to bed, move on to something else. Especially if it's like during the day on a weekend, I don't have all day to sit in front of God's eye. Like you do. I'm not not even talking about, I have had the same opinion when I've had God's eye and when I haven't had God's (laughs) eye, I'm talking about in general, just the fact that I know that how many times do you do You know, at some point in your life, you turn on the TV and you go like, damn it. I wish sports were on. Well, guess what increases that longer fucking games. <laughs> all right. Um, now, so let's get back to maybe what they could have done instead of this, because and this is, this is out of the box. This has never been tried before by any league. As far as I know, it also 
just comparing this with, with college football, I think the easy solution to limit the, the, the uh, longevity of games is to not have the uh, stoppage after a first down. That sure, that's just seems sure, the, the I, easiest way to do I, it. Like, like the NFL does it. That's the best way. First I, off, you shouldn't get like on basically like a free timeout just because you get a first down. I, I, okay. I'm on board. If they were to do that, it's much better than this stupid policy. But, but then like, I just don't know that the demand for this is there. I just think they're reaching. Like if anything, you're going to have more marketing opportunities, more commercial breaks with the game being extended. I do wonder why I wonder, you know, how this came about, what kind of feedback they were getting in from whom and I didn't write any emails right away <laughs> to implement it right away. Like, Hey, Oh, this is uh. The, by the way, this it's like saying next week, what, what are you going to do next week? Guys, you're going to fucking, uh, you know, say no more. Uh, you, you got to throw the ball 20 times a game. I don't know. Like it, I saw some noise on Twitter that some of the um, television stations were demanding it. Yeah. I, who knows if that's true or not? I mean, it's owned by Fox sports, right? Well, that's or what I'm saying. Why would they owned, be so. demanding it? When I, when you look at Fox, Fox sports doesn't have the NBA, they don't have uh, the, the only thing they have is MLB currently going. They don't have hockey anymore. Right? Right. Yeah. Cause after the USF, the USFL game ends, they're, they're probably gonna have like, like bullfighting on that's or something. What I'm about <laughs> to say you're going into motocross or something, right? Like no one gives a shit. Your numbers are better. Or, I mean, the USFL numbers have been better than pretty much everything outside of the NBA and NFL and college football. Right? So other than shortening the game, it's not going to have that much of an impact. I mean, it, it, are people going to be le- less likely to throw the ball deep because more time will run off the clock, you know, it's, getting it's, everybody relined up. I mean, dude, I, it's just gimmicky though, dude. It's, it's, yeah. I, I don't know. I just think it's terrible. And the way they're implementing it, they, they do a press release on a, uh, a day before the, the, the next game. Yeah, I don't think it really changes philosophy or strategy of coaches or anything. I mean, unless you're up big and you're just trying to get like, you know, mid third quarter, you're trying to run more clock. I don't know. I, I don't think it really changes a whole lot. So let's see how, how it goes this weekend. Yeah. And hopefully you bet the unders already because that numbers, are, those numbers are dropping. Yeah. Those, I would the, imagine. Would yeah. How much more time do you think is going to be eliminated from this? You think it's like 10, 15 minutes of like actual time. I mean, especially how many, how like, many less plays it'll be interesting to see how many less plays this week and compared to last weekend. It's just a dumb rule to implement on the fly. You, I, if you want to go back next season and say, Hey, we thought yeah. this is something, but to just implement it right away is stupid. Anyway, yeah. anyway, I didn't get a chance to talk to you to recap last week's action. What'd you make of old USFL week? What was it? Three. It was week three. And once again, we had a bunch of games, a bunch of good games, including the first one uh, was it Saturday afternoon where uh, my bandits came back on the Houston gamblers and stole one. That was fun. And uh, you know, the nightcap that day, Birmingham taking care of business, the undefeated three and O stallions beating the breakers 22, 13. I know you and I were on that. All over that, buddy, and that line went up right before kickoff. That thing it went didn't up, to go up to like five and a half or six. six. Or something. I got it at six, buddy. And Dude, situationally speaking, it was the right time to fade the breakers. You and I saw that coming. All over it, all over it, and uh, and to me, I thought the best game. Unfortunately, but this is once again one of these things. How are they supposed to know which game will be the best? I thought the best game out of all four 
was the generals and the stars, which was on Peacock. And I heard fans on Twitter being, yeah. being yeah. outraged that they don't have Peacock. Well, if you're, if you're smart, like pick Dundee here, I had that shit two months ago. Cause I knew they were going to be airing some games on Peacock, but even with that, I mean, it's five bucks, five bucks a month. Are you really I complaining? Know. Come you get, on. You get some Yellowstone TV action. You get some other, you know, you can watch Ace Ventura. You know what I mean? Just, just, just a, like subscribe for two months. Ten dollars, yeah. man. Yeah, come on. That's that's like a beer, you know, at, at a, a bar in, in in Hollywood or something. Yeah, no, that more expensive in Hollywood. But I mean, <laughs> uh, uh, but anyway, yeah, I mean, that game to me was was the best game, and I know they had no way of forecasting that. Um, sure. So I mean, okay, but their numbers were still good television television rating wise. Uh, obviously, over still still beating some uh, NHL playoff games, right? Beating NHL, beating MLB, uh, beating uh, uh, I think uh, pretty much every single th- uh, what's it called uh, this MLS and then the yeah. uh, Champions League and whatever. Um, that that's why it's got a home, and that's why to me you don't need to be over the top gimmicky. You know what I mean? Like especially True. when it, when you're Fox Sports, like okay. You got baseball, all right, but baseball runs over all the time. By the way, I mean, I've already watched one USFL yes. game where we went to go turn it on, and it was in the middle of a San Diego Padres game. You know what I mean? Like, right. So, right. Uh, and and if and if USFL is outshining baseball, then why why not uh, just double down on this thing? But regardless, here we are. I thought, uh, yeah, the Birmingham Stallions probably were the the best storyline. But I actually, I'm going to go ahead and say the New Jersey Generals too. I, you know, the Birmingham Stallions got very fortunate back in week one to beat the Generals. Yeah, I thought. And after watching, if Mike Riley, which I think has been a good coach most of his career, um, I, I I'm so interested to see how they play this week because DeAndre Johnson played the whole second half. They better give him. You know, take the reins off. Let him be your main guy from start to finish, please. What? I mean, after after seeing that in the second half and seeing how dominant that offense was, with with them going to the bowling ball, Victor, and then uh, what is it, Williams, Trey Williams, and having Johnson, they run that option read, and then they bring Turpin on these jet sweeps. I thought, watching the game, I go, this is the best team in the league. I re- I go, no one's going to be able to stop this. They have four explosive players that can cut that break into the house. Pretty much. I mean, Victor might be the, the one guy that can't break into the house, but he's still got a little like Sean green. I don't mean Sean green from the sports gambling podcast. The old Iowa running back for the jets. It was kind of like a bowling ball, Michael Turner. How about that? There you go um, to him. So I do think like they can all four can break for big plays. And, and I don't know that I've seen an offense that has that. And then when the run game is working that effectively, when Johnson goes play action, they're all, everyone's wide open because the run game had been, I think they had 28 plays in the second half at some point. I, I, I think they probably closed with like 34, but it was 25 runs and three passes. Now the, the, they had called like 18 straight runs. <laughs> they, they went pass and everybody was open. Right? Well, on the day Johnson threw six of eight for one thirty, So that tells you you know, not only was people open, but they were open deep too, because the defense had to sell out versus the run. So they're a very interesting team. If they would just go with Deandre Johnson full time, because that rushing attack is dynamite. Well, especially like the emergence of Trey Williams and then Turpin, the fact they're running in with these jet sweeps, that dude yeah. is, 
that dude reminds me. I mean, like he jumps off screen to me on in this league is like a guy yeah. that I'm like oh, he needs to be in the NFL. And we followed him in college too. We knew he was dangerous with the ball in his hands, yeah. whether as a return man, you know, wide receiver screens, whatever. Just get the guys the ball in space and let him you know do his thing. A hundred percent. Now, uh, were you at all surprised in your Pittsburgh Maulers? A little bit, you know. They are uh, now zero um, three. They are officially the worst team in the USFL. But we thought that they had made some strides in week two. We thought uh, Josh Love was looking better, and uh, yeah, I think I think we were both on them to at least cover last week, and to to go out there and get shut out. Uh, very disappointing. And I think and it's going to be a long year for those Maulers. Well, and now they have a controversy because Laletta came in and I don't know who's playing there, but uh, probably doesn't matter. Neither, neither yeah. of them look good last week. That's well, for sure. I might, they might not look good because under the radar, Jeff Fisher, uh, you know, his teams have given up zero second half points this year Yeah, and they average just giving up nine points a game, clearly the best defense in the league. And that rushing attack. Speaking of strong rushing attacks, they ran for uh, what two hundred forty-five yards and three touchdowns last week. So we'll see if they can do that again. Uh, the passing game is still very iffy there. Uh, and and, and uh, uh, Paxton Lynch is is out for uh, this weekend's action. So I guess it's going to be Shea Patterson. It's, yeah, it's uh, going to be Shea. So yeah, but hey, defense and, and strong run game. That's you know that's a pretty good start. And and, and injuries, another thing. Uh, uh, Brian Scott uh, is out. Seems like out for the year. Yeah, he left. He's back home in in L.A. Uh, from what I understand, I believe he mentioned he'll try to. He's going to try to get back, see if it's possible. But that's probably unlikely. I mean, we only have what six more weeks left. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, how about I told you the bandits were going to take down the gamblers, buddy? Pushed. I pushed on that one, but um, bandits. I actually I covered, man. My gamblers plus plus one point five still hit. <laughs> There you go. Well, look, but I mean, you thought the game. I think you thought the gamblers were going to win outright, right? I and they should have. Yeah. They should have. They were the better team that game. Exactly. I think that's something we need to, to make a, be- a bigger point of emphasis on is if you look back on all three weeks of the gamblers, uh, they were shut out by the Michigan Panthers in the second, and very fortunate that the Michigan Panthers, because they Michigan Panthers got into the red zone a couple times. I I think you know they were very fortunate to get away with that win. Yeah. Then uh, they blew a, a big lead against the breakers. I'm sorry, not the breakers, the stallions. Right. Uh, the, and then last week they gave up a big lead again. They have been horrible in halftime adjustments and all, uh, all three weeks, the second half they've played terrible. So something to keep, keep in mind when, and when obviously that falls on the uh, head coach. So uh, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, make a note of that. Yeah. So all right, so here we go. Uh, the slate for this week. I know you got to be happy with this, uh, NC Nick. Uh, we have a Friday, <laughs> although it's at it's late at night. I'm not happy with it, <laughs> but uh, but you're happy that's a, you, before you, you. We were on an episode in the preseason. We said I hope they do more Friday games. They're yes. giving you one. It's a little late. Yeah, 10 p.m. on the East Coast. Uh, that just doesn't work for me. Uh, I I might watch the first half. Stars, Panthers. This is where you have a TV in the bedroom. You just put it on, man. <laughs> See when you fall asleep, wake up, watch the replay. Um, uh, Stars Panthers. This game uh, going to be very interesting. Like I said, uh, K- uh, Case Cookus, the former Northern Arizona Lumberjack, 
Shout out to Flagstaff, Arizona. Great, great town. Uh, he's got he's gonna get the nod. He played good when he came in last week, to tell you the yeah. truth. He actually had a better average on throwing the ball downfield uh than, he went than Brian 13 Scott. Of, 13 of 20 for 146 and a touchdown. Not too shabby at all. Yeah. Uh so it's the Kukas show going up against the best defense in the league, which it's very interesting. And and I had a uh the Michigan Panthers uh podcast. Uh, reach out to us and 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 say I don't know why everyone's taking the stars because we have the we have a great rushing attack and that's the stars' weakness is their run defense and we have the best pass defense in the league against the the stars don't run the ball they pass the ball right so it is an interesting matchup when you think about that now the over unders at six and a half but it's at a pick this game is at a pick um what are you doing here buddy. This, I think, this was the toughest game of the week to to break down for me. And I went back and forth here. You know, obviously, you mentioned Brian Scott is out, and Case Cookus is going to be the man. Uh, but yeah, the Stars have zero run game basically. Uh, Holland was out last week. Paul Terry didn't do much in his absence, at least on the ground game. I know he caught a bunch of balls, but it's going to be up to Cookus and those receivers. You know, Jordan Sewell and you know, Alexander Overton and and the the tight end Buck Howard, but. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go strong defense and strong run game here. Uh, you know, Jeff Fisher's Panthers. I mean, they exploded for 24 points last week after only scoring a combined 18 the first two weeks, uh, and their run game is just as good as the Stallions, if not better. With Reggie Corbin really emerging last week and running for uh, a, what a buck 33 and a touchdown. So, my thought process here. I'm going to go defense run game. and I'm going to fade the backup quarterback. Uh, I mean, yeah, the, the Panthers don't have much of a QB either to speak of, but I guess I'm going to go Jeff Fisher's team here. I faded them last week. I was dead wrong. I'm jumping on board this week. I'm actually seeing some line movement too. I'm seeing the Panthers are a one point favorite. Does that sway your decision? No, I mean, come on. What a pick him or, or, or minus one. I mean, no, it, it doesn't. Um, yeah. Give me uh give me Michigan, man. Wow. I, dude, I have, we have, we have Shea Patterson on our fantasy football team and he just looks bad. Yeah. As much as I want to say, take them. And I think this is a hard game to cap. I thought this week was harder than last week uh, all around. Yeah. Um, I got to take the stars still. I just think their offense moves with Kukas, if anything, he took more downfield shots. Um, uh, I just think that I think Bart Andrus is ahead of schedule. Now, this is another thing: is Andrus and Fisher were on the same staff for a long time, the Tennessee Titans, and and with the Rams. Um, so they do know each other in their philosophies well, I would imagine. But I'm going to take the Stars, and they're going to do they're going to win one for Scott Brian Scott right here. Give me and the stars plus one. This certainly feels like an an under game, especially given the new time thing. Well, and yeah, uh, I mean, think about that because the stars pass the ball so much. Yeah, that they might destroy the clock. And at, at least in those two quarters, the yeah. first and the third. But t- you know, pair that up with, like we said, probably the best defense in the league. And uh, I had this a low scoring affair. Uh, yeah, I actually, I, I, yeah, I, I lean under too, but, but I don't love that play in this game. Yeah. But with the new clock rules, you mean, give me the under the numbers at 36. So, I mean, it is a very low, you know, over under uh, total figure here. So 
Uh, you know, if you want to talk me into an over, no, you're not doing it. I'm sticking my guns under it is 17, 14 final. Or there you go. Actually, their numbers are a weird 19, 13. <laughs> All right. There's, there's a good chance of maybe a missed extra point or something. Yeah. 19, 13. Give me that one. <laughs> All right. Saturday, we got the New Jersey generals taking on the Pittsburgh Maulers. question because Nick, I was shocked that the Panthers had that great of run success on a team that practices against the run so much with their own philosophy. Um, which makes me think if the generals of Mike Riley has half a brain cell, which like I said, I thought before he was getting in the way, but, but I was impressed to see him give Deandre Johnson, the reins, the whole second half. I'm assuming he's just going to name him the starting quarterback. In he Tennessee. has to, right? Yeah. Come it's on. It's so obvious. Lewis Perez is not the answer. He just I mean, isn't the, the, he might be able to trade Lewis Perez to the Maulers because <laughs> yeah. I think he would probably be a pretty damn good get for the Maulers or the Panthers, but can you trade? Can you trade in the USFL? I think so. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, this line is at 10. The generals are a 10 point favorite. I could tell you this, man. I think the generals, when they have everything going, when they're, when they're not getting in their own way. Yeah. I think they're the best team in the league. They're up there, man. I think uh, I'd argue that there's a clear top three teams and the generals are obviously one of them along with the stallions and breakers. But I mean, I just think on principle here, I don't know if I can lay that many points in a USFL game. They just I lost by 24. Do what? Mahler's just lost by 24 to the, I know. the second worst I, I, offense. I, I was, I went I'm, I, last week. I said, I'm not a, a Kirby Wilson guy, but I'm going to pick uh, the Maulers. And unfortunately I think I'm going to do it again. I'm going to learn the hard way. I mean, it was, it kind of was clear to me week one, or maybe even before week one, that the Maulers might be the worst team in the league. And they definitely are. Now we know that uh, I don't care if it's Josh love or Kyle Laletta, their quarterback play is bad. I don't know what their identity is. You know, they, they try to be this tough run team, but you know, they've stalled out in the ground game too often as well. I just don't know what they do good, but just on principle, it's too many points. You're crazy. Generals are the best team in the league. I'm laying it. Yeah. No, the only thing that could, the only way I would take the Maulers is if, if I know, and I'm, this is not a shot at Luis Perez, but if they're doing this thing back and forth, a play in the both quarterbacks, where they never get in a groove. Well, what's wrong with a shot at, at, at Luis Perez right now? He, he hasn't played well. <laughs> Take a shot at him. No, I'm saying Deandre Johnson in the generals, when they run this offense, no one can stop him in the league. The only thing they can get in the way is their themselves. Of course. So right. I, I'm still going to lay the points here because I think Mike Riley saw it last week, uh, last game and said, okay, this is when we're at our best. Everyone yeah. knows it. We're doing this. This is our team. You might be right. Uh, they should do it. Obviously, it's apparent that they should definitely stick with Johnson, but uh, they haven't yet. So we shall see. For me, it's a USFL game, and that's ten points is just too much. So give me the Maulers. Thirty-five and a half is the total, buddy. What are you doing there? Ah, uh, jeez. I'm gonna go. Uh, let's see what I did here over at Talisa. I went under again. There's a chance I'm going that, under too. I mean, there's a chance Pittsburgh might not, you know, get out of the teens. Yeah. I mean, they might not even score. 
<laughs> they didn't last week. <laughs> um, I'm on the under too. That and by the way, the the game on Friday night is uh, on FS1. This one on Saturday morning is on Peacock again. So uh, get ready. Then on uh, well, actually, before I get to uh, I got to get this paid. Before I get to Saturday night, want to tell you that the USFL Gambling Podcast is brought to you by WinBet. Bet fifty dollars at WinBet and get two hundred dollars in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. I mean, that's a pretty that's a pretty good damn good deal right there. So get in. I also want to tell you that we're brought to you by Trade Coffee. Trade Coffee sends you freshly roasted beans from sixty of the country's best craft roasters. And I'm talking small business, uh, small, small businesses who pay farmers fair prices to sustainably source the greatest beans from around the world. All right. I'm telling you, this is fantastic. They got trade coffee experts personally taste over 450 roast to know exactly what to recommend for you. How awesome is that? There's no gimmicks here. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. That, once again, that's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let the trade find you a coffee you'll love. That's tradecoffee.com slash SGP for $30 off. We're also brought to you by Athletic Greens in their AG1 supplement. You're probably wondering, hey, Colby, what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients uh, supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, your aging, all those things. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a uh, free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Once again, that is athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take over your ownership over your health and pick the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. Yes, did you know that browsing online using incognito mode at the office doesn't actually protect you? Yeah, that's right. With added security, you might as well be giving away all your 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 data to hackers, advertiser, uh, advertisers, uh, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why, if you've seen our God's Eye setup with thirty TVs in our studios, we use IP Vanish VPN for that. All right, and and what's great about that is it it safely it helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting a hundred percent of your data. That means your your private emails, your passwords, your communications. You know. All that stuff will be shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Essentially, even your physical location will be hidden. IP vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. Uh, so you got to check this stuff out. All right. IP vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30 day money back guarantee. That's like getting five or that's I almost said five. That's like getting nine months for free. So go to IPvanish.com slash SGP and use the promotional code SGP and claim 70% of your savings. Once again, that is I P V a N I S H.com slash S G P. All right. We are back Saturday night action. Let's do it. Saturday night action, the bandits and the stallions on Fox 4 PM on the West 7 PM on the East Tampa Bay bandits 
Birmingham stallions. This one will have a crowd total sitting at what? 49 and a half. Oh no. So I'm sorry. 41 and a half. And, uh, <laughs> I say 49 yeah, and a half. I don't I'm think we'll, we'll see a game that? this year at 49 and a half. Uh, I don't know. It, but no, probably not with those rule changes. Uh, stallions are laying three and a half. Question here is, are you going chalk NC Nick? No, I'm going Tampa Bay. I'm taking the points. Uh, you know, this is once again, it's, it's kind of situationally speaking here. You know, we, we knew that last week fade new Orleans. Cause they were coming off that big win over Tampa Bay. And I think it's almost the same thing here. I think Birmingham now being the sole undefeated team left in uh, the league, I think they're smelling themselves a little bit and maybe it's time for them to come back down to earth. And by the way, Jordan Tamu is finally had a breakout game last week where he threw for, for two fifty five, had a touchdown on the air, had a touchdown on the ground. So um, if, even though I think Birmingham is better than Tampa Bay, and honestly, I still don't really know who who Tampa Bay is or, or how good they are. Because week one, they got—I mean, they beat Pittsburgh, but they didn't look good in doing so. And Pittsburgh's just awful. And then you know they got whipped by the Breakers in week two. And they kind of had a, a lucky, fortunate comeback with the block punt last week. So I really don't know how good Tampa Bay is, but I just think situationally speaking and getting three and a half points, I'm on the bandits this week. And look, Jordan Tamu, I did think he had moments where he looked good, but he also had a couple balls that didn't get picked that should have got picked. And he tossed one. He's he's thrown what four interceptions in three games now. I still thought like, okay, the stat line kind of makes him look better than his performance, if you ask me. Um, so I, I actually went chalk here. There's yeah. a look, th- th- there's a reason why the, you said it last week. There's something special about the stallions team. They got the fans and uh, I just think the bandits are fool's gold. I think they're, I don't know where I play. I placed them on my power rankings the other night, but I do think they're one. I think they're probably, I, I mean, if I had to have them play the gamblers again, do I, from a roster standpoint, I, I have the bandits better. But yeah. I think the gamblers I would probably end up taking in that game. I don't know. It's close. Well, the Bandits' defense is not great, and I don't know how good of a coach Todd Haley is, to tell you the truth. But if they can get Tamu going in the passing game, they do have a lot of options. Uh, Derek Dillon emerged as, at the as a receiver last week. Uh, what he went six for one twenty-four and a touchdown. I think he only had one catch prior to that. And then Juwan Washington provided a spark in the backfield, so maybe he's taking that that backfield over from B.J. Emmons. You know, that's yet to be. That's you know, we'll see. But he looked better last week, so I think the offense is is maybe clicking here finally, uh, and especially with the three and a half points. I mean, I'm not. Let's just say I'm not taking Tampa straight up, even though I think they could. Uh, so money line, I'll, I'll still go Birmingham, but uh, I think it's going to be closer than expected here. I'm going stallions and chalk. I'm also taking the over here. Over. Yep. Agreed. All right. All right. Well then our last game on the slate Sunday on NBC at noon on the West 3 PM on the East, the Houston gamblers and the new Orleans breakers doing battle. Um, breakers are what? Four and a half point favorites. Currently totals sitting at 41 and a half. Uh, I'm all, this is my, my favorite play of the week. Mm. I'm laying the points with the breakers. They're going to get back on track. We have lots of differences this week. My friend, I'm going to take the points again. 
once again, kind of similar to the last game. I think New Orleans wins, but I think five is too much. I think your boy, the lawn chair, Clayton Thorson, has actually strung together a couple nice games in a row now. A couple nice and first halves in a row. <laughs> Still, I mean, like, especially if you look at his stats. I mean, they're throwing for some yards there. And your boy, definitely your boy, Mark Thompson, is the best running back in the league. Uh, and they also have some nice pieces out wide too, uh, in order for for uh, Thorson to get his uh, passing game cranking. So I don't know, man. I think uh, I think New Orleans does bounce back. I think they they still could potentially be the best team in the league when all when it's all said and done. It's a bad uh, matchup for Houston, man. I don't know, dude. I, I think I'm liking what I see. Like I said, it might only be a half at a time, but play a full game. Maybe they're motivated by that loss last week where they should have won. The breakers, uh, hopefully that's the case. The breakers run defense completely shut down the stallions run game. So if they're able to shut down Mark Thompson, then Clayton Thorson, we'll see how he does there. I mean, I, I think <laughs> that's we, the key uh, to them winning. Are we different on, on every game? I think so. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. There we go. Only, only four, only eight teams, but Hey, four games that were, what are you doing on that? Uh, over under here. It's I'm on the at- over here. It's sitting at 41 and a half. I think I'm going to go over. Cause I think there's a, there's the potential for a blowout here. I think blowout. I want to go. Actually, I, I see the line has moved all the way down to 39 on this. Uh, I'm going to go over 39 as well. I think both offenses are defense, uh, both um, offenses are decent. Yeah. I, I think breakers. That's my lock. I'm laying the points, lock it up. What's your lock, buddy? My lock. I'm going to go bandits getting three and a half. Wow. Locking up the, the, the I'm a believer. He's we come from down in Gator country. We are the proud of Tampa Bay. We play football and we're called the bandits. And we think our brand of ball is here to stay bandit ball. All right. Um, all right. Yeah. My lock is breakers. We got to ride the wave, man. You know, I am an well, FBI funny that, agent. That, that was the team that you picked as, as your squad from, from, from day one. And I picked the bandits too. So uh, we're going with both our teams here. Lock it up. What game are you most excited to see? I would say uh, Saturday night or Sunday. Uh, I, I'm going to say Saturday night. Why not go with the, the, the undefeated team, Birmingham with a, a, a you know, a stiff test against the two and one bandits. Yeah, that could, it could really be separation Saturday uh, or I'm sorry, separ- uh, the week of separation. I should say um, if Birmingham beats Tampa and then new Orleans beats Houston, that it's looking like Birmingham and new Orleans, just walking away with it because new Orleans would then have the tiebreaker on Tampa and Houston already in the South. Yeah. But I actually think the game of the week is happening late at night, tomorrow night. I think with Brian Scott's injury and all of a sudden the Michigan Panthers with that win, that shutout, if they win tomorrow night, guess what? They're in second place. And remember they play the generals. I actually think they're what the generals looked better to me than the Birmingham stallions a week one. I know they didn't win that, but I thought they were the better football team. Yeah. I thought Jeff Fisher's defense gave the generals a hard time though. So it, they got to play them again. So I think if there's one team that could give the generals a fit, it would be the Michigan Panthers, but we will see. I think the game of the week though is, is stars 
Panthers Friday night FS one seven p.m. on the West ten p.m. Well, on the, maybe Nick can take a have a coffee late at night. What's going well, on? Huh? Did you break up there a little bit? I think I think you broke up there a little bit. What were you saying, man? I, I you broke up uh, for a second. We cut out there. I said both teams are one and two, so you really don't want to to fall into a, you know a one and three hole. And I also thought it was the toughest game to pick, meaning that it could potentially be the closest. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I feel like with Brian's got momentum going with the Michigan Panthers. I mean, I know you took the Panthers, but that should be an interesting one. It really should be an interesting one. Uh, I think it's gonna be the game of the weekend. Can't wait to watch it. Subscribe to the USFL Gambling Podcast. Uh, also, uh, you know, well, we're on Twitter at USFL Gambling. Give us a follow. And uh, yeah, please leave us some iTunes reviews. Tell you what, if you dig our podcast, go to iTunes, give us a nice review, five stars, say some nice things about the USFL gambling podcast. I'll send you a t-shirt. How about that? So uh, for, from the sports gambling podcast or the USFL game, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. All right. Write that review. Take a screenshot. Find me on Twitter at, at the Colby D, or you can send it to USFL gambling on Twitter. And we'll send you a t-shirt. All right. How about that? Brand new t-shirt. Never been worn before, believe it or not. And, uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll set, we'll set you up. We'll set you up with something. Uh, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Remember to come play DFS with us. I, I hit, I hit for another hundred dollar lineup, Nick. Oh, um, keep it, keep it coming. So we, I gave away a thousand dollar lineup that hit first place week one. I gave away a, a one that won a slightly over a hundred bucks last week. Uh, so two of three weeks we've been giving away. If you had just played that lineup, you'd be cashing in. So check out our DFS show as well. And NC Nick will tweet the, will tweet out the entry to come play. So do all that. Get the SGPN app. Remember to check out our other feeds, college football experience. We talk college football year round. I know it's, I know it's may and you're thinking, well, I don't know. No, you want to, you want to, cause we got the, the transfer portals going crazy coaching hires. It's just crazy. All off season. We got you covered. And uh, also subscribe to our other feeds, the college basketball experience, the sports gambling podcast. How about Kentucky Derby going on this weekend? Make sure you, uh, you check out uh, the notorious o- OTB or what is that? OV? Yeah. OTB. There we go. Um, uh, we got you covered. Kentucky Derby uh, just dropped. We got the NBA playoffs. Check out the NBA gambling podcast. We got the college baseball experience as the getting closer to the college baseball play, uh, you know, uh, tournament or little league world series. Um, we got all that stuff going on. We got what the NHL playoffs, check out the M- NHL gambling podcast. We got it all big fight UFC. Just check us out. Get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store. I'm sure you'll, you'll dig everything that we get there. And then, uh, yeah, let's, let's enjoy another great weekend of USFL action. So folks, this is the USFL gambling podcast week four preview and picks episode. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. (laughs) 